0: a good God and He loves us. Amen. And He's put His love in us. Does that make you excited? Every day you're going out somewhere armed with the love of God. You are completely armed with the the only unfailing source in the world. When you decide to take that love out and use it, it cannot fail on what you sent it to do. Amen. Amen. It never, ever fails. Glory to God. And when you call upon that love, it's always there. It never fails. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's look at the Word of God today. Agree with me in prayer. Father God, we thank You for Your Word. Lord, we thank You. That you're a good God, and you love us. We, we ask for utterance and anointing, Lord. We ask for revelation to come today, Lord, that would change our lives, change our hearts, change the people around us, Lord. We, we will have ears to hear and hearts to receive, and we will receive this Word in the love that it was given, and we will give it with that same love. And we thank you in advance for every good thing, every good thing that you'll do in our lives and the lives of others. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Well, open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 1. We'll start looking around verse 10. I think that's kind of where we ended last week. I've been talking a lot about uh, together and agreement and, and good things like that, right? Because it's important that we be joined together. It's important that we be of a same mind, of a same heart, you know? And also it's important that we be of a same speech. Amen. It's important that we talk alike. But it's not important for me to talk like you or you to talk like me. It's important that we both talk like God together. Amen. We've been talking about agreement. It's not it's not important for me and you to agree. It's important for me and you to agree with God together. Amen. And our speech should be the same way. And 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 in doing so, there will be there will come an understanding not only of God's Word, but of God's love through us, because of the way we talk, because we're saying the same things, amen, right, and it's not just because of how, you know, like Siri, how many of you got a phone that has the talk to text, or Siri, or something like that on it, how many know that it does not understand hillbilly, (laughs) you know, people always ask me, they say, why don't you use your talks to text, and I'm like, because it don't work, I've tried it and it won't use it. Won't, it makes my words, you know, it doesn't understand gonna. And it, and it doesn't understand watch you. You know, it doesn't understand any of those words. Amen? So, how many know that you guys do understand those, right? Because we talk the same language much of the time. But when we talk the same language as God, then we begin to understand one another together. And better yet, we begin to understand the heart of God as one. And when we begin to understand the heart of God as one, nothing is impossible to us. Amen? Amen. Nothing is impossible to us because our words become His words. Amen? Let's look at 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10. It says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak alike. Is that what it says? It says the same thing. It's the same thing and alike. Uh, you could say something like I said it, but he's saying I want you to say the same thing. How did, in, in other words, he's not just talking about what you say, how you say it. Saying the same thing means it has the same value to you as it had to me when I spoke it. It's not just copying me. Or mim- mimicking me, right? It is actually saying... And when God says He wants you to speak like Him, why is Paul saying this? He's saying, I want you to speak the same way. Why? Because he's talking to a church that loves the Lord. And now He wants you to speak alike. Why? Speak out of that love. Speak God's Word. Speak the same thing. Amen? Because when you begin speaking different things, what do you get? You get two visions. You got people going this way, people going that way. You get people going any way they can go, right? He says, because, and that's where he goes with it. He says, I want you to speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you. He's not just talking about me. Division is not me being mad at you or you being mad at me. It's about us going two different directions. People have gotten division wrong. Strife is you being mad at me and me being mad at you. Division is merely me going this way and you going that way. Right? God's people have been doing that for years. We've become way too good at it. Right? I don't believe like they believe. I want my own church. I'm starting a new one. That's why we got a thousand little bitty churches out there. Because everybody wants to have their own way. Huh? Everybody says, well, those thousand little bitty churches. I'm glad there's a thousand little bitty churches, but they can't be doing it for the wrong reason. You You can split off from a church and have the same vision. How many know that Sarasota Church is a long ways away, but Brother Moore is making sure the vision stays the same? Amen? The vision stays the same. When you separate because of division, then you're going two separate ways. And you're going like this instead of like this. Our goal is to come together under one head, not come together under six heads. (laughs) Right? Right? Division is what? Two visions. That means there's more than one head, and that's just freaky. <laughs> right? We don't want to, we don't want two heads, we want one head. People say, well, we ought to be able to see the word of God the way we want to. We ought to be able to see it the way he meant it, not the way we want to. You know, there's a lot of verses in there that I see that I wish they didn't say what they said. Huh? Right? <clears throat> you know, like that verse that says bodily exercise is good for you. You know, I'm hoping that there's, it's going to say right after that, but we're coming out with a pill soon. Right? Now many know there's verses in there that we don't like all the time. There's verses in there that tell us how we need to do something, and we don't want to do it that way. That doesn't make that verse wrong. That makes us go His way. You got an option there. Your vision or His. Right? And we want to go His way. We, and then, better yet, not only do we want to go His way, we want to go His way together. So within the body of believers, we want to come together under this one head, speaking as He speaks. And then we'll be saying the same thing. Amen? And we won't just be saying. It's not just confession. You know, people, people confession's good. Don't get me wrong. It's speaking what God said, though. It's not just a confession. You're now speaking out of His Spirit that He put in you. The same spirit that said light be you're now speaking out of. And if you agree with his words, and his words says by whose stripes ye were healed. You're not confessing by his stripes you were healed. You are saying it and you're speaking the very same thing as God. Therefore, the power in that is the same power that said light be. What happened when he said light be? So what should happen when we say, by whose stripes I were healed? We should be were healed. Why? Because we're speaking the same thing. We're not just making a confession. We're not mimicking. We're not copying what it says in the Word of God. We're speaking out of our spirit that we understand and know that by His stripes we are healed. Amen? And we're speaking to our body and we're telling it what it has to do. Right? In agreement with God's Word. We're not just speaking, we're speaking in agreement with God. And we need to understand that. The more we understand that, the quicker results will come. How quick did light be? Right then. It didn't say... God didn't say, okay, I hope it comes. I'll put this on my mirror in the morning. Light be. Light be and light was. Light be and light was. Light be and light was. He didn't have to think about it. Why? Because it says in His Word that Him and His Word agree. They're one. God, His Word, and the Holy Spirit are one. They agree. When He spoke, He wasn't speaking something that He hoped would happen. He already had hoped for it before He spoke it. Amen? So when He spoke it, His words and His heart were in agreement. And when His words and His heart spoke... It happened. Why? Because one vision came to pass. And we're created in that same image. If we begin to speak in the way He speaks in agreement with, with what He says and believe it the way He believed it. When, how many know when God put in 1 Peter 2.24 by whose stripes ye were healed? He believed it. And He believed it before His stripes were there because he prophesied it in Isaiah, correct? So he he believed there he therefore he spoke. We need to believe therefore we spoke. We don't even need to speak until we believe. <laughs> right? Hey, I'm not saying anything bad about confessions. Confessions are good. Confessions are good, but we need to begin to believe and speak, not speak to believe. We we, we got the cart before the horse. Right, And horses don't push carts. Right? He said believe and speak. So what we need to do is get that faith in our heart and realize and understand who we are in Christ and who He's made us to be, who we're created after, and, who the, and the, His Word is truth. And that truth spoken by us in faith has to come to pass as quickly as light be. As just that quickly. How quickly were you saved when you asked Jesus to save you? Huh? As quickly as light be. Just that quickly. Why? Because you believed in your heart and you spoke with your mouth and you were saved. Because you believed it 100% what His Word says and then you acted by doing it, and you spoke His words. You said, I make Jesus Lord of my life, and I believe that you raised Him from the dead. You spoke the very Word of God in agreement with what He'd already said, and you were saved. Amen? Glory to God. I like this message. This is a good thing. He said that there be no divisions among you. I don't want you going a bunch of separate ways. He said, "I want you perfectly joined together. I want you joined like this. People that are joined together aren't supposed to separate." You know, God said, "What what I've joined together." He was talking about marriages, but guess what? I believe the word works for lots of things. You know, years ago when we uh, we adopted my daughter, and there was all kinds of stories on the news. All kinds of these ugly stories about somebody who had gotten a child and six years later the parents came back and wanted that child back and, and actually want him in court. And man, my mind was going a thousand miles an hour. Because oh, I mean, I, I love this baby. You know, I don't know why, it just cries and, and I have to feed it and I have to change this diaper, but I love this baby. I don't want to get rid of this baby. But we had believed God. For this baby we had believed God with everything we knew I'm not saying it was perfect but with everything we knew we had believed God for this baby and and one night I was sitting there thinking about that and God said what God has joined together let no man put asunder and he said every time you hear or this this thought comes to your mind again you realize I joined this baby to you and no man can put it asunder. No man can divide it. And I never thought about that again. And if I did, that verse, I just pulled that verse out. And how many know that the devil runs when you put a verse to him? Because it's the Word of God. I put myself in agreement with what God said, and then I began to speak all the time what God had spoken. That's speaking the same thing as God. And, and what Paul was saying in his verse is, I want you to join together and speak like God. I want you to join as one and speak the Word. Speak like God. Glory to God. We have, we have authority in these areas. We have ability in these areas. God-given, grace-given ability to speak as the, as the Most High God. Not just say what He says, but say it in the same power He spoke it. Why? Because the Word already has the power. All you've got to do is believe it and the power will happen again. How many know light B is still as powerful today as the day God spoke it? You know how you know that? Because light's still being. (laughs) Every day when we wake up, there's light. Right? God is magnificent. He is wonderful. Amen? Look at Genesis 11. Let's look at this a little bit. Perfectly joined together, same mind. Same judgment. Same mind, same judgment. He didn't say same mind so you can judge, did he? <laughs> A lot of church people say we got to have the same mind as God so we can judge these people. No, no, no. Same mind, same judgment. What's he saying? Same mind, judging in love. Right? Same judgment. When you see something, you all see it the same way and judge it accordingly. Amen? And you judge in the love of God. The same way you were judged, you judge. People say, well, I never lied. I didn't need forgiveness for lying. You, You did something else. You needed forgiveness. Just like we all did. And if you never sinned, if you were the only person that I've ever known that never sinned, you still needed Jesus. And, I'm, and I'm, i i got to talk to you someday because I don't know how you did that. You should be up here. <laughs> God qualifies. <laughs> Thank God He qualifies. Glory to God. Genesis 11, verse 1. It says, The whole earth was one language, and one speech. Notice it, it, it differentiated between the two. One language and one speech. They not only spoke the same language, they were speaking the same thing. Okay? One language, one speech. They spoke all the same language, and they spoke all the same thing. That's how, that's how, that's how we were created to do. They were doing this because they were created by God to do it. Amen? There was one problem. If you look in Genesis 6 and Genesis 8, it says man's thoughts were evil all day. So these people who were thinking evil all day were of one language and one speech created in the image of God. So their ability to do evil was very great. And people say, well, he didn't want them doing evil, so he changed their language. He didn't want them hurting themselves. Guess what? We were not created to try and rule over God. We were created to rule with Him. Right? To rule with Him. And and this is what the devil wanted. The devil wanted what these people were were after. And they were of one language and one speech. Verse 2. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Verse 3. And one said to all of them, is that what it says? See, this was on one's person speaking here. They were all of one language and one speech. And they all said, as one, they all said this, let's go make bricks. They didn't say, I wonder if we can make bricks. You know why? Because they were created in the image of God. They understood what they could do. Why? They were of one language and one speech. We're all created in the image of God thinking God thoughts now. What could we do? If we come together in one language and one speech. Glory to God. Glory to God. And he said and they'll get bricks and stone and slime for mortar verse 4. And they said They said I wonder if we can build a city. They wonder I wonder if we can build a city for us. No, they didn't wonder. They said they were of one language and one speech. See we shouldn't say, I wonder if God'll heal us. I wonder if God's going to take care of us. I wonder if we can do this. I wonder you don't have to wonder what you, the Word of God's told us who we are and what we have. We don't have to wonder if we're going to be healed, we be healed. We don't have to wonder if we be prosperous, we are. Amen. We're not we're not waiting on God. He supplied all this in his word beforehand so that we could have it. Amen. They said, "Let us go to let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us." What do they say? There's no eyes in there, guys. And I realize they're wrong, but what they are is God created beings speaking the way He created them. And they're wrong because they're evil and their thoughts are evil. But they're saying, let us. When we get together as a church, we should say, let us. Let us. Let us praise the Lord. Let us lay hands on the sick. Let us speak the Word of God boldly. Let us. Let us. Let us. Not let me, let me, let me, 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 me. If I could do this, and me and my, and I and you, and me, 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 not you, me. I's and me's need to go out. And us's need to come in. Amen? We need to to work towards us, to join together as one. There is nothing that we cannot overcome as one. Nothing would be impossible to us. Why? Because we believe. Nothing would be impossible. What happened to these people? It said, let us make a name. Why? Because they knew they were going to be scattered. If not, they knew. Well, they had understanding. They had understanding. Verse 5, And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower. He knew they were building it, which the children and men built The Lord said, Behold, this people. Behold, behold the people is one. And they all have one language. He separated it too. He said they're one and they have one language. And now they've begun to do this and now nothing. Why? Because they're one and have one language. Not just because they built the tower but because of the way they built the tower. The way they built the tower. It's, he says now nothing will be restrained from them that they imagine that they have imagined to do. Nothing, the NIV says nothing will be restrained impossible for them. Why? Because perfect faith is speaking as one. Perfect faith. What what are you doing when you're speaking perfect faith? You're speaking the Word of God out of a heart of love which is God. Perfect faith. Look. Go to Matthew real quick. Matthew 17. Matthew 17 verse um, 20. Matthew 17, verse 20. Jesus said unto them because of your unbelief, For verily I say unto you, If you have faith... What kind of faith? Faith in God faith is what He's talking about. Remember, every time Jesus says faith, He's talking about faith in God faith. But He says, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you'll say, I have believed, therefore I have spoken. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say... You could stop that right there and understand faith. If you have faith, you'll say. If you have faith, you'll say. You won't and he's not saying you'll just mimic. He's saying you'll say. You'll speak if you have faith, you'll speak like God. You'll say the same thing God would say and the same results will come. I didn't say you would speak as God. I said you would speak the same thing as God. And he said, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you'll say unto the mountain, remove and go over there, because that's really weird English right there. And guess what will happen? Just what you said will happen. Why? Because you said the same thing God said. Why? Because you're in faith. Faith believes, therefore it speaks. What does it speak? What it believes. And what does it believe? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by what? The word of God. So faith believes the word of God. Therefore, it speaks, and the mountain moves, and nothing. The same thing that he said about these people in Genesis eleven one. Nothing shall be impossible to you. Why? You're in faith and speaking the same thing God's speaking. Amen. Nothing shall be impossible to you. The thing is, is we don't always do that. Okay, I don't always do that. Right. <laughs> We need to understand the power of the Word of God and that it is the Word of God and that it's the very same Word that said like be." Every other Word is just as powerful. If He says we are healed, we are healed. Everything He's put in us is just as powerful as what He has said. And if we will say it like Him, not the same thing as Him, but like Him in the same heart in the same heart when you pray and lay hands on the sick to recover you know why god wanted them better because he loved them because he loved them not so people could see that he had healing powers he loved them when we begin to do things like god because we love them amen when our motivation is the same, we'll say it the same way. If your motivation is different than God's, you're never going to say the same thing even if it's the exact same words. I've I've done it. I've tried it. (laughs) I spoke the prosperity word over my life for years and years. And I knew it was God's Word, but I wasn't saying it with the same heart that He said it. When I, when I began to seek ye first the kingdom of God. It didn't just change my focus, it changed my heart. Therefore, my words had different meaning. My words understood His words. And they said the same thing. Amen? Amen. If we're believing God for something, what you're, what, you're not, what you're not trying to do is get to believe His word. You believe and then you speak. You don't speak to believe. I was speaking, 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 speaking and, I, and and saying, well, I just know it's going to happen someday. It had already happened. It had already happened. Right? Was the Word less true because I didn't see it? The Word is true. And what God has spoken has already come to pass in our lives. And He says, if we'll believe... We will say. He doesn't say, if you believe, please say. He said, "He says, if you have faith as a grain and mustard seed, you shall. He used the word shall, which means must. If you have faith, you must say. You must say. Why? Because you have faith. If you don't say in faith, the mountain ain't moving. But if you have that faith as a grain of mustard seed, nothing will be impossible to you. Nothing will be impossible to me. Why? Because I'll speak what He spoke the same way He spoke it. Not only will I have the same language as God, the language of love, but I'll have the same speech as God. And I'll say it with the same motive, the same heart, the same way. In fact, if somebody would say, man... That's, that sounded just like something God would say. Yeah. Why? Because you sound like God when you say what God would say the way He meant it. Not when you say it a different way. God, when God said, by whose stripes ye were healed, He meant by you, his, whose stripes ye were healed. He didn't mean for light to wait a couple of days and then come on. Amen? He, he meant it's time to come on. Why? Because he has complete faith, therefore he speaks and his word and him agree. We need to get all his word and us to agree. I don't need my word and me to agree. I can tell you that that's powerful, however. My words and me agreed, and I was a complete failure. Yeah, It's good at it. It, it, did, it worked perfectly. I agreed with everything I said. And I was going down the tubes. Just like I said. Right? Anybody else experience that? It works, doesn't it? <laughs> they were one speech. One language. Let's look at what happened in the book of Acts. Acts 2. Acts 2. Let's see if we see any similarities. Acts 2, verse 1. And on the day of Pentecost, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord. In other words, they were all believing for something together. They, you know, none of them had experienced the Holy Ghost yet. Not, not, not in this level. So they didn't know what they, they could only imagine that it was good. Why? Because Jesus said it was. He said, it's so good, I want you to wait here, because you'll get power. When you receive this. So they they were were one accord in one place. You know what? They were all excited. That's one accord. When everybody comes together and is excited about the very same thing, that's one accord. They were excited to get the very... All of them were expecting the very same thing. In the very same place. Verse 2. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. What what they were expecting is now coming. Why? Because they did what the Word said to do. Right? Is Jesus the Word? Did He say, stay there? Wait for the Holy Ghost? And they did it. And it appeared to them like cloven tongues, like as a fire. And it set upon each of them. For... And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Verse 5 And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. How many nations? At the Tower of Babel, what happened? He scattered them, and what did they become? Every nation. They became every nation. And right here today in Jerusalem, there were devout Jews out of every nation under heaven. Hmm. Interesting that they'd have to mention that. Why? That means they all had a different language. But they were all here in Jerusalem this day. Glory to God. Verse 6. Now when this was noise, in other words, when people started talking about it, there's people out here just talking in some weird language. This is Crazy. And it was crazy. And people come to see crazy stuff. Right? How many know if you get healing going on in your church, people will come just to see people get healed? Not because they believe, they just want to see it. Right? They weren't necessarily coming because they were believing. They were coming because they wanted to see it. He said the multitude came together because they were confounded. Why were they confounded? Because that every man heard them heard who? Them. Doesn't say one person was speaking one language, one person was speaking another language. It says they all were speaking whatever the person listened to him spoke. That one person wasn't speaking Arabic, one person No, they were all speaking all these languages. It doesn't say one person was speaking one language and one. You'd have to assume it to be that way. It says they were speaking. Because every man heard them speaking. Who do he you hear? Them. Not what he didn't go and say, I need to talk to this guy because he's speaking my language. No. They were all speaking their language. Why? Because that's what brings oneness. Remember, Jesus came to set it one. Jesus came to set it one. And when the Holy Spirit came, he reversed. In one moment of time, what happened at the Tower of Babel? What? Because now they can all understand as one language. Now they're all one language again. Why? Because they can all understand these people talking. Amen? Communication is important. If you cannot communicate your faith, you cannot win someone to Christ. If they can't understand you, you can't win them. Amen? And the Holy Spirit came down on them, and they began to speak in other tongues. They didn't know what tongue they were speaking in, but the person listening to them understood them perfectly in their own tongue. Understood them perfectly. Amen? Understood them perfectly. Speaking his own language. Seven. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Behold, are not all these Galileans, what are they doing speaking like me? How'd they do this? This is the Holy Ghost. The same way He split them, He can bring them back together. He's God. What did He tell Moses? He said, who made the mouth? I can make you talk if I want you to talk. Moses said, I can't talk. He said, I made your mouth. I'm guessing you can talk. That's what He said. You know, people get that and they they use a whole doctrine out of that whole situation with Moses because they said, God said, I made the mouth. Whether it be dumb or whether it not be dumb, I made the mouth. He didn't say, I made it dumb. He said, I made the mouth. Right? That's what he was saying to Moses. He said, I don't care if you stammer or not. I made your mouth. You can talk. He said, I know how I made the mouth. (laughs) Don't tell God you can't do something. He knows how he made you. Right? If you say you can't, he'll say, I created you too. Just because the devil tried to tell you you couldn't, doesn't mean you can't. Right? I don't know how we got off on that. Enjoy it. (laughs) Behold, are not all these which speak, Galileans, verse 8, and how we hear every man in our own tongue wherein we were born, Going clear back to where they were born. In other words, we hear exactly how it's spoken in our language. And what are they hearing? Verse nine. Well, uh, this is the nine and ten. Show all the, this is all different languages. All these people from all these places were there. Jews and proselytes, and Crete's and Arabians, and we do hear them speak in our tongues. And what are they speaking? The wonderful. Works of God. What are they saying? They're saying, I want you to hear about God in your own understanding. What's he saying? He said, you don't need to hear about all this other stuff. I want you to hear about the wonderful works of God in your own understanding. Was God blessing the people that day? Was God blessing people that did not even know Him? Amen. Did not understand His heart? They'd been living the law all their lives. And all of a sudden, God says... I'm going to speak in your own tongue so that you have perfect understanding who I am. And he began with them, with this group of people, speaking to this group of people in their own tongue. No matter who they turned, they turned to this guy and he was speaking Arabic. This guy was over here speaking Greek, but they turned to him and he started speaking Arabic. It didn't matter. Whoever they turned to spoke their language. That's what should happen in the church when you turn to somebody and you say, I'm not feeling good, by His stripes ye were healed. Oh, but I don't know. <laughs> he sent His Word and healed you. <laughs> but I can't do it. Oh, you can do all things through Christ. That's how it ought to be. Speaking the same thing. Same thing God said to us. You don't need to come up to somebody and all of a sudden they start saying, oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a, had a, had a relative that had that. Mm, didn't come out good for them. That's not speaking the same thing as God. Amen? That's a division that's going a different way than the group. The group needs to come together, be perfectly joined as one, speaking the same thing. God brought these together and He perfectly joined them that day as one and then enabled them to speak the same thing to every person who would listen. Glory to God! And they were all speaking the same thing, the wonderful works of God. Not one of them said, I'm going to use this ability to talk to my brother because I haven't been able to understand him all these years, so I want to see how his family's doing. No! He spoke in that tongue the wonderful works of God. What? Because that was in agreement with the Holy Spirit. The Spirit, the Word, and God are one. And they work as one. And they are never in disagreement and they have no divisions. They agree. And when we, as God's people, begin to agree the way they agree, guess what happens? Walls are shaken. Language barriers are broken. <laughs> what, 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 the, what kept these people from, from doing everything they wanted to do, they couldn't understand. Now God broke that down. He said, let me break down this language barrier that I put in place. Hmm? So that all men can understand the wonderful works of God. Not the law. They didn't speak the law. They didn't start quoting the Ten Commandments. They started speaking the wonderful works of God. They started speaking about the salvation of Jesus Christ. You want to know what they started speaking? Peter preached the whole message right after that. Peter preached the whole message. How Jesus came and died on the cross and rose again. And that they could be saved wonder what language Peter was speaking in. Doesn't say. It just says he spoke to that whole crowd. They understood perfectly because 3,000 of them got saved right then. They came into agreement with God's Word. And they were saved. Glory to God. Glory to God. When we come into agreement with God's Word, things happen. Walls are shaken. Prison walls are broken down. When we come into agreement with God's Word, bodies are healed just walking in the shadow of the person in agreement with God's Word. Who is God's Word? Jesus. He sent His Word and healed us and saved us from all our destructions. I agree with that. I agree with that, therefore I speak. I believe that, therefore I speak. Amen? Amen. They spoke with new tongues. It was new to them, wasn't it? What wasn't a new language, it was a new tongue. Right? You reckon God put a new tongue in their mouth? Huh? No, he, they spoke in a different language. Think about, go to Mark 16. What happens to the new believer? Mark 16 in the Bible somewhere. Right there at the end. I don't have it in my notes. Somebody tell me what verse it is. Mark 16. Somewhere around 15, 16, 17. Now go up. Go up a few. You're getting close. Uh, yeah, here we go. And He said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. How are you going to do that? They've got to understand you. You know, a lot of people preaching the Gospel, but they just want Jesus to come back. <laughs> they say, when this Gospel is preached across the world and to every corner, then Jesus will come back. Yay! So they're preaching so that Jesus will come back, not so people will be saved. That's not saying the same thing as God. That's not saying the same thing. Paul stayed here because it was better for them, better for us. It's not time to leave. It's time to stay. It's time to preach this Gospel to every creature. What Gospel? The wonderful works of God. The wonderful works of God that He so loved you that He sent His Son to die on a cross for you, to clean your slate, to make you whole, to make you new. The same thing Peter preached. That Jesus died and rose again for you. That's what, Jesus, that's what Peter preached that day. Read the, rest of the, read, read the rest of Acts 2. He preached about Jesus and the kingdom of God. Amen? He preached about the wonderful works of God. Glory to God. And if we go into all the world and preach out of that same love, why did, why did Peter preach that day? Because he was there? No, because he had the love of God in him. And it compels you to love others. And the true, truest form of loving is giving somebody something they don't have and can never get. Jesus gave us all something that we didn't have and we could never get. And He gave it to us. Glory to God. Verse 16 And he that believes and is baptized will be saved, and he that believes not shall be damned. Why? He's not not condemning people. He said, if you'll believe, you'll be saved. He said, if you don't believe, I can't do anything for you. It's as simple as that. You know, we, we, We look at people and say, if you don't believe, you'll be damned. That's not speaking the same way God spoke. It's not speaking in love. He told them the good news, and then He said, if you don't believe the good news, I can't help you. Why? He wanted to help everyone. Jesus died for everyone. Amen? Amen. Those who believe will be saved. Those that don't, He can't help. Read in chapter 3, He says, those that don't believe, they're already condemned. Why? Because they don't believe. Not because He condemned them, because they don't believe. Condemnation does not come because of God. It comes because of unbelief. Amen. And these signs will follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out demons. What are they going to have to do to to make that happen? They're going to have to say the same thing that God said when demons came. What did he say? Be gone. Get out. out. Go. He didn't have deliverance meetings. (laughs) Didn't have exorcisms. You know what His form of exorcism was? Go. Why? And why did they go? Because Jesus, the Word of God, was in perfect agreement with God. Jesus even said, He said, I don't speak on my own. He said, I only speak what the Father speaks. What's He saying? I have a speech. It's God's speech. And He believed it the very same way. That's why He was here. Remember the Word and God... We're in agreement. And the Word spoke, and people got healed. Right? He said, in My name they'll cast out demons, and they shall speak with new tongues. He says, yeah, they'll speak in tongues. They'll, they'll not only speak in tongues, then when they, they speak in their own tongue, they'll speak right. That's a new tongue. How many speak differently than you spoke before you were saved? Huh? You know, I hear some words every now and, now and then on TV, and I think... I said that all the time. That was like part of my language. It's no longer part of my language. Why? I have a new tongue. And now I I speak with a new tongue. Yes, I speak in tongues and I speak with a new tongue. What's a new tongue? A new tongue is in the new creature. Old things are passed away. All things become new. The new tongue comes when somebody's down and you lift them up. The new tongue comes when somebody needs healing and you you speak life into them. That's a new tongue. You didn't have that ability before. But when you were born again and made a new creature, new tongue. Now you can speak life into death. You can speak light into darkness. When somebody says, I'm not going to make it, you say, Light be. Light be and they get light, and they say, I am! Glory to God! Speaking in a new tongue, it's not just about praying in the Holy Spirit. It's about speaking out of the love of God that you didn't have before. You couldn't speak out of this power. But now you have a new tongue. A powerful tongue. And you can speak to someone's understanding. Before, you couldn't. Why? Because... You didn't have a new tongue. But now He'll lead you in what you should say, how you should say it, and what they can hear. What did Peter do? He spoke the the wonderful works of God. And he spoke them in their language, one speech, the same as God's, and to their spirit. And they understood what he said about the wonderful works of God. And 3,000 were added to their number that day. Glory to God. What can happen in our lives if we begin to speak as one? And later on in the book of Acts, we don't have time, but in in chapter 4 it says they came together as one and with one voice, with one voice they prayed. It says they lifted up their voice. It doesn't say they lifted up their voices. It says they lifted up their voice and they prayed. And every word after that they prayed as one. Every word after that. They said, why did the heathen rage? and they, They were saying it together as one. In perfect agreement, speaking God's Word. Praying the Word of God. How powerful is that when God's people come together and pray the Word of God as one. You want to know how powerful it was? When they were done, the walls shook. That was God saying, yeah, yeah. Okay, prayer answered. And then they began to get the answer to what they asked. That we may speak your word boldly. Speak your word. That we may speak your word. That we may speak your word. What's your prayer? That we may speak His word. What's the prayer of this church today? That we may speak His word. That we may pray His word. That we may speak in new tongue. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. God. And when we do, we'll see what they saw. They saw people. You walk by and His shadow hit them and they got up off their mat. Glory to God. Glory to God. He, they they preached and 3,000 heard the Word of God. Not by accident. Not not by compulsion. But by understanding and in truth. And it changed their life forever. Forever. It didn't change it for that day. It changed it forever. That's us. That you? That's me. We're going to come together. We're going to say the same things. We're going to say the same things as God together. I'm not going to say what you're saying and you're not going to say what I'm saying. We're going to say what God says together. You wonder why, why Brother Moore's so big on talking together? Right there. Because he knows the power in it. You want to know why he's so big on reading the same chapter? He knows the power in it. And when we all get it together, I don't mean when we all get it together. When we all get it together (laughs) as one. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sickness won't walk near these doors. You won't have to come down and have hands laid on you because when you walk through there, the power will be so great you'll get up. Glory to God. God. Got any takers in here today? Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Glory to God. Whew. I like this message. Man. I'm going to listen to it later. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Everybody in here is from a different place. Did you know that if I go places like Upper Northeast and I say things the way we say them, sometimes they don't understand what I'm asking for and I don't understand what they're trying to give me. But by, by the Holy Spirit, we can speak into every situation that God puts us in and have perfect understanding. Whether, whether I speak hillbilly, whether they speak whatever they speak, it doesn't matter. We'll have perfect understanding of the wonderful works of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! You got a song, Michelle? Sing for us. It will come to pass.